Welcome back to the Wise Homeowner, formerly known as Real Estate Simplified. The mission is the same, but the name has changed. I am Brandon Kayla, and my mission is to simplify real estate and what all goes into home ownership. In this show, I will share the stories of clients that I work with, struggles and triumphs of my own experiences of home ownership, what it takes to buy a home in today's market, and all the things to expect, mostly the unexpected throughout the journey. Come along with me, and by the end of each episode, you hopefully feel like it's something you can more easily understand. You don't know what you don't know, and it's time to start figuring out what you don't know. Let's get everything down to a third grade level. It's time to get started. So I'll go ahead and start with this. Why the name change? Well, ultimately, I want everyone listening to this podcast to feel overall wiser about all the things that go into home ownership. There are lots of subtopics that fall under that umbrella. And honestly, a name like Real Estate Simplified might have confused people about the information that is provided within this podcast. Matthew 7 verses 24 through 26 says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. This is my goal, to help you along the journey of building upon a foundation of rock. So again, welcome to the Wise Homeowner Podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. The question of today is, should I buy or sell now, or wait until the sun is shining just a little bit brighter in the future? In this episode, I talk with Brandon Bates to discuss the current buyer's mindset If it's a wise decision to buy a home right now with the higher interest rates and what we believe will happen once rates do come down. When, not if, the rates come down. This is not forever. This is very much temporary. And we get into all of it right now. camera before we started rolling and we were talking about just the mindset of buyers right now or potential buyers right now and the fact that rates they're in the sevens right even for people that have good credit scores seven they're in the sevens yes yeah yeah yeah. that's good credit score if you questionable we're talking probably nine right yeah yeah that's 720 plus credit score with you know debt to income ratio at 35 40 percent type of stuff those are who has that no <laughs> not me anymore not after buying my house in right. Frisco. Uh, right. so you know this this mindset of if you if you have an excuse or you have a reason to not buy right right you're not going to buy 
right right now right because there are so many reasons that you can pull on to and say well my aunt told me this my uncle told me this i'm gonna wait until rates get back down to the twos right and we've or the market's gonna crash the market's gonna crash right right and you and i we talk very specifically about frisco or North Texas mm -hmm. in general. So that's where we're gonna be coming from right. during during this conversation and really any conversation because somebody might listen to this or see this and say, but I'm in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, right. Like, and it's yeah, like, you're right. You're that right. place is complete dumpster fire <laughs> right. of real estate market right, <laughs> right. now. It's like, right. what we have has nothing to do, but the principle still holds true. Absolutely, yeah. You, you know can. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, you know, you're saying your buddy, he's waiting for what? to buy down what, what what's his yeah name? so i have a um a real life scenario and he he's probably going to listen to this because uh, uh, i know he <laughs> listens to to some of these episodes but it's the idea of i'm going to wait to save up a bunch of money to buy down my rate mm -hmm. so that i can have peace of mind i can have comfort mm -hmm. in knowing that i'm locking in i'm i'm right now i'm securing a lower rate because right. I don't feel confident in these predictions. Right. I don't feel confident in the experts saying that rates will come down by this certain time. Right. Or, and I don't think this is his situation, but for some people, they just don't understand it. Right. They don't right. understand so let's, let's, that a market is cyclical. Yeah, but let's jump into, so when you say buy down a rate, yeah. you mean? Yeah, so rates at 7% right mm -hmm. now, let's take a $400,000 home as an example, okay. to buy down a point or buy down your rate, right, we're at 7% right now, it would be a rough rough estimate of 1% of the home sales price. Right. So if we have a $400,000 home to buy down a point or buy down your rate one point, it would cost you $4,000. Right. So let's say my hypothetical buyer wants to get back to a 4% rate for whatever reason, that's just something they so have in their head. Three points. We're talking about three points, right? right? So twelve thousand dollars. Right. Not twelve thousand dollars that you borrow. Right. Twelve thousand dollars cash. Right. Money. Right. Out of your pocket. That you have to make. That you have to make, or, or that you or, you had yeah. to save up for six, nine, twelve months, or that that's your family gift. Right. That you're being blessed with. Right. Um, that's twelve thousand dollars cash. Right. That maybe could be in a rainy day fund. Right. Maybe your car breaks down. Maybe the AC in that new house needs to be goes replaced. kaput. Right. 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 <laughs> because because right. if you're looking for a four hundred thousand dollar house, it's going to have some... in Frisco, Texas, or McKinney, Prosper, Plano. Right. It, the likelihood of it being a new build is, is very, low. Very low. It's low. <laughs> right. 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 We can talk about that's a whole other conversation. You want to buy a four hundred thousand dollar house in Frisco? You're going to get a Lennar. And let's talk about pros and cons of that. Yeah. But Anyways, no, you you're not going to get a four hundred thousand dollar new house. In Correct. Frisco. Yeah, that, it's that very is, hard. Yeah, that's not going to happen if, if impossible. Right. So and and when we're talking about buying pre-owned, yeah, right. We're talking about more than likely it's going to be at least ten years old. Yeah, give or take. Early early two thousands, right? Two thousands. So you should kind of factor in forty to fifty thousand dollars in repairs anyway. Potentially, right? Yeah, depending because, on what your definition of move-in ready is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you might have to, like I'm saying, forty to fifty, because you might want to redo the kitchen or right. the bathroom. Right. You might have to redo the roof. Yeah. Or a major thing like you were saying, air conditioning. H 
yeah know, and an HVAC. kind of the big ones right the big three roof ac water heater right stuff like that or even foundation right, right? in north right. texas very common um but that's that's money that's your money that you've worked for that somebody's blessed you with mm -hmm. that it's gone you're never going to get that twelve thousand dollars back right you you won't right that's the truth but you got a what four percent or five percent four percent yeah, you feel right. good about a 4% rate. Right. So let's talk about the difference in a overall mortgage payment okay. of 7% and 4%. Okay. You're probably going to save yourself $200 a month. Okay. Right? Right. So again, with a $400,000 home, because we're also not talking about putting 20% down mm -hmm. on a $400,000 home. No. So if you're not putting 20% down, you're still going to have the PMI. Right. Regardless of... Right buying down a rate or not. So you're still gonna have on a $400,000 home, $140, $150 a month so they, PMI. Yeah, so there goes your $200. So, so you're so you're different. So you $70. Correct, yeah. So what what I've talked to, not only this, this one specific client about, but I've also had conversations with other clients about too, is you're gonna save yourself $200 a month because you paid $12,000 cash up front mm -hmm. to do that. So you have to pay 12,000, right? Let's let's think about going to a casino. I got to pay up front 12,000 bucks in order to make 200, right? So it's going to be 6 so years. So every month I'm saving or making back $200. How long is it going to take you until you not only break even but feel like you're actually saving money? Like about 6 years. A long time. Yeah, <laughs> you might not even be in that house six years. Right. 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 Because right. the average home buyer, especially first-time home buyers, right, they're in their home three to five years, right. maybe five to seven years. Right. Because the likelihood is you're going to buy that first home. You just want to get in a home. Right. You want to stop renting. You want to have a backyard for your dog. Right. And then you know what? You find your spouse. Right. And then you start having kids. Now you need more space. Now you need more space. Right? When so you got married, you need forever. more space because she took the closet. Yeah. <laughs> right. She right. Maybe she took the entire primary closet. Maybe one of you is working from home. Right. Oh, my goodness. Or you weren't working from home, and now you are wow. working from home. So now oh you need gosh. a home office. Right. right and right. you don't want that third bedroom to be that home office. Right. Right. So the likelihood of staying in that home to where you're actually making money back on that $12,000 investment mm -hmm. is very low. Right. So let's take that same scenario and say you don't you don't pay the twelve thousand cash, mm -hmm. right? Upfront money that's gone, gone, right. out of your pocket forever. Right. You keep it. You're never going to see it again. You keep right. it. Right. You you take the hit. Right. Of the and and let's kind of talk about it in not a negative way, but mm -hmm. a realistic. You are kind of taking a hit by by getting a seven percent interest rate right, right now, but but you're paying you, a little bit but more. Are you really taking well, a hit? I want to. I, I mean, want to. I want to keep in mind or respect the concerns that some buyers might have and be like, all right, fine. You're, you're going to look at it as a negative. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. And let's just still play out this scenario. Okay. You take the okay. 7% gotcha. interest rate, you pay the $200 more a month. Mm -hmm. You still have that $12,000 cash oh, in your pocket. Good point. So good point. to break even on now losing that 12,000, how long would it take? Still six years. Right. And what experts and what we're saying is rates will come down, right? right. Core price index 
is coming down. Right. That's what the Fed is looking at. That's why Jerome Powell is saying, well, we still need to, we still need to go up a little bit, or yeah. we need to put the brakes on for another quarter. Let's see what happens. Right. They're doing that in preparation for, now we can ease back into lowering those mortgage rates. Right. And we're thinking about that in 12 months, not six years. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. So now that 7% rate that you locked in, you can always get out of that. Right. By way of refinance. So why not just wait? To buy? The, yeah, till it goes down before. Man, I've had that conversation. Too. I, I just I just talked to somebody that's uh, moving here from California and they're looking at the, the option of renting or buying mm -hmm. in October. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna support them either way, mm -hmm. but, and, and we've kind of had this offline conversation. Right, right, right. Where it's like, I mean, I, I know the path that is best for them mm -hmm. is probably going ahead and, you know, again, from the consumer standpoint, bite the bullet and go ahead and buy if you can, if it makes right, sense for right. you um, and have that little bit higher payment because for, for a few months right, right? for right. six months nine months 12 months and then refinance because what's going to happen and what happened in 2019 and 2020 and 2021 is we had two percent interest rates everybody can afford a four hundred thousand dollar home so so what happens is the four hundred thousand dollar turns into 450 turns into 500. 500. Right, 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 right. right. So, and you have even more investors coming into play and paying cash for these right. homes. And so so the first-time homebuyers fighting the investor for the same property right. and can't compete because they can't come in and pay sight unseen. Correct. No Or 50000 over Yeah, no price. contingencies and everything right. else like that. Way so, the right to an appraisal. So basically what you're saying in summary is kind of like you're hurting yourself by waiting. Yeah. Because you wait, everybody and their brother is going to jump in when the prices go down. And then... Well, when the rates go down. When, when, the, rates, when the rates go down. When the prices are going down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I misspoke. Yeah. <laughs> prices ain't going down. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to hear that and be like, all right, I'm waiting for prices. Like, yeah. oh, man. No, no. Prices aren't going down. Yeah. But the rates will go down. But when the rates go down, property values are going to go up. Yes. Price of house is going to go up. Yes. So, if you, But if you bite the bullet now, yeah, you got kind of a higher rate, but... You can then get into a house probably for what it's valued. Yeah. You'll probably have some wiggle room. The the owners will probably do some concessions yep. for you. You know, they the likelihood of accession now is much higher than it will be when rates are lower. Yeah. Because w one thing that we haven't talked about and that isn't going to change is mm -hmm. inventory. That's true. So you've got seven percent interest rates, two months of inventory. Twelve months from now, we're gonna have Four percent interest rates, and guess what? Two months. Two of, months of inventory. inventory. Right. Right. That's not right. changing. Right. Because you're right. still going to have those people that they're not going to move. They're not going to sell their home because they do have that two percent rate. Right. They really have no motivation right. in their mind right. to move. Um, and if they do want to move, they're going to say, "Hey, I got a two percent rate. I'm in this great neighborhood." I'll lease my yeah, house they can rent it out. and turn it into income. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? You know, yeah. and and pull equity out, use that as a down payment on something new. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's, you get the resale inventory that's low. It's right. still going to be low. Right. It's been low for years. Right. Um, there's not enough new homes. Right. Even though they've, they've coming in, new. coming into the, into the marketplace, even a lot of new build construction, a lot of it's, uh, these single family neighborhoods that 
these developers are turning into rental right. properties. Which right? is, a, which is a new thing. It's a new it's thing. A, yeah. It's only happened within the last five years, yeah. maybe, yeah. three years. I've seen a lot more of those. Yeah, because the perspective has changed. Yep. I think it was, um, I could be wrong, but I think it was Horton that first in this area first started doing it. Mm. Because they built a subdivision and they were like, let's write it and see how that goes. Yes. And then they're like, wait a minute, this is a freaking cash cow. 100%. Yeah. 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 Because there's a castle right over in Castle Hills. Uh They have that rental home community. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not even leased to own. Right. It's straight up, you want a single family property, we'll give you that, but you're going to be running it. Right. You're never going to have a chance to own this home. Right. Right. And people need housing. Right, so the inventory shortage or crisis, really, that's not changing. Right. That, I don't think that's going to change in the next 10 years. Right. There's just not enough Yeah, we're not construction. building fast enough. Right. right. There's not enough new home construction coming into play, and there's not enough people that are currently selling in order to change that to a well-balanced six to nine months of inventory type of market. Yeah, that's not... So anybody that is waiting... I I am of the impression you're only hurting yourself. Agreed. You're Agreed. only hurting yourself, and all you're doing is trying to give yourself a little bit of peace of mind and comfort and ease in the short term mm-hmm. without looking at what, is what the future is going to hold for you. Right, right. They have and I know I kind of ended that on like a, a down hey, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but the customer is always right. Yeah, I, <laughs> no. hey, and at the end of the day, I advise. Right. Right. I, I tell every single one of my clients that are, are prospective clients. Right. I'm, I'm going to advise you. I'm going to support you no matter what you want to do. Right. I do have my own opinions on this. Right. Based right. on expert guidance. Right. And based right. on what I've seen. Right. I'm going to support you either way. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, everybody's saying, because, when people are buying houses, that's the biggest purchase that they are going to make probably in their lifetime. More than likely. So yeah. it's a very personal thing. But I think sometimes we get into personalities and it's like, well, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes you got to let go of the reins a little bit yeah. and be like, let me listen. Yeah. You know. Well, and a conversation that I've had with, with um, another client is going back to more of the peace of mind. Right. Well, I have a, a coworker that bought down her rate, and it just she's way more comfortable with a two thousand dollar payment a month right. compared to a twenty three hundred dollar payment a month. Right. Because right. Um, they might be in a industry that is more contract right. type of work, or maybe when it's peak season or high season, money's really good. Mm-hmm. But then other times it might be slow. So knowing that it's even three hundred dollars less a month, that gives them comfort. In, in knowing no, that right. it's going to be but 2000 versus 2300 In this environment, you might be able to get the seller to buy down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, because it's like, it's a it's a bizarre market right mm-hmm. now. And it's like, I've been expecting for, you know, I've seen certain properties that should have for sure, like, sold like that. Oh, yeah. And they're just sitting on the market. Yep. And it's like, I'm attributing it 
to the heat. <laughs> you know? like, Come on, let it rain. I need to sell this house. Let it rain once. It's like people are like, oh man, it's 104. I'm not looking at nothing. Right. I'm looking at my man. I feel like I feel like that's double double doses of negative because I feel like nobody wants to look in the winter in oh, Texas. Wow. Wow. Too, right, it's, it's rainy. Yeah, right. You know, right. It's 50 degrees and rainy, so they're all depressed. And they don't want to buy a house now. Now you're telling me they don't want to buy one because it's 105 degrees. Right. Well, when it gets in the, I mean, right in the spring, that's yeah. when it's like really popping. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, right in here, and people. I think more people will come out in the winter. But this heat, like you get out the car and it's like, it just knocks you out. <laughs> yeah, it just like, knocks you out. It's you like, gotta have one of those portable fans. Yeah, you, around, <laughs> right. you put it on your neck. <laughs> Face. walk around yeah. with a little spritz That's thing. what we need to buy. Yeah. Hey, when you work with me, I'll get I you a portable, portable fan, fan. Right. And I'll, I'll spray you in the face. Yeah. Because it's like, you hot. But it's bizarre because it's like days on market have increased. Yeah. Even though there's low inventory, there's yeah. not a lot of activity. So what do you think? Is it still a good time to sit on the sidelines, pause, wait to see what happens? Or... Is it a good time to jump into the market if financially it makes sense for you? Yes, the rates are a little bit higher, but maybe you can get some seller concessions. Maybe you can negotiate additional repairs. Maybe the overall sales price can be a little bit lower than what it would be in 12 months when the rates do come down and you're ready to buy. But there are also a lot of other people that are ready to buy. Let me know. Feel free to reach out to me at the wise homeowner on Instagram. You could always reach out to me on Instagram as well at Brandon Kayla Real Estate. Uh, you can go to brandonkaylarealestate.com or you can just reach out to me via email at brandonkaylarealestate at gmail.com. I hope this information was helpful. If you would like, leave a review. Let me know how we're doing. Also, let me know if there's any additional topics that you would like me to discuss on future episodes. I'll talk to you again really soon.